You may be seated. Good morning, All Saints. Dear friends, it has been such an honor and a blessing to stand in this pulpit over these few years that we've been together. I've stood here in times of joy as we've celebrated baptisms and weddings, and I've stood here in times of sorrow when we've bid goodbye to dearest friends and loved ones at funerals. You all have received me when I was full of faith, and you've loved me during my seasons of doubt. Whenever I've been, wherever I have been on my own faith journey, you all have welcomed me into this pulpit to preach. And so I thank you for that, and I will be grateful forever for this. Now, as tempting as it is to just stand and let this be a farewell address, divorce from our sacred hymns and holy gospel, friends, I stand here once more to preach, to proclaim a word of God, a word that is a word of good news in the midst of our messy, messy world. I stand in this pulpit seeking to be faithful and praying that God will show up and give me the strength to do this once more. So let us pray. Loving and holy God, may your deep and abiding peace fill us this hour and in the days to come. In the name of your Son, the Prince of Peace, we pray. Amen. In our gospel this morning, Jesus' friends and followers are locked in a room full of grief and despair. They feel afraid and betrayed, lost and uncertain, and they're even confused about who their enemies are. Some of them feel shame, and no doubt all of them are feeling super vulnerable. And so it is in the midst of all of those feelings that Jesus shows up. Despite the fact that something terrifying is happening, Jesus says to his disciples, peace be with you. And immediately after showing them holes in his hands and in his feet, which is another terrifying thing, Jesus says a second time, peace be with you. And then to help them, to help them have some peace in the midst of such great uncertainty, he breathes the Holy Spirit on them. He breathes the breath of God on them and sends them out to share that peace with the world. Now, let me be clear, Jesus sends them out into a world that has a ton of problems. In fact, he sends them into some of the least peaceful places that one could go. But Jesus sends his friends out with shaloms and salams on their tongues and in their hearts, knowing that the peace of God is deep enough and powerful enough to permeate the most conflicted of spaces. Put another way, Jesus sends his disciples out with peace on their lips because the peace of God is so deep and so powerful 
that it penetrates the most disquietest, disquieted of places. Now, it wouldn't be a Kim sermon if I didn't offer a story, so let me tell you a story. In July of 2016, I ended my workday at the Emmaus House Freedom School and drove to Midtown for an interview. Like any candidate for a new position, I had some anxiety about this meeting because, well, it was an interview. But on this particular day, my anxiety level was in a dangerous spiral. You see, when I started the day at the Freedom School, I was dressed in my priest's uniform, black pants, black shirt, black shoes. However, just after lunch, a five-year-old came up to me and she was crying. Before she said anything, she climbed up into my lap and when I asked her, what's wrong, little girl? You know what she said? She said to me, I had an accident in my pants. <laughs> so after she got off of my lap, I had to change out of my professional black trousers. And so there I stood for my interview at the All Saints Episcopal Church in hot pink pants. <laughs> it's funny today. <laughs> but in the moment, friends, I was so unnerved. I could hear my mother's voice in the back of my head saying, you don't look very professional. <laughs> but most damning were the voices in my own head, my own voice of self-doubt that ran rampant in my heart, telling me a lie, telling me that my pants were, were proof that I wasn't good enough for a place and a people like all saints. So when I hastily explained to Martha, the then interim rector, why my pants were the wrong color, I think she laughed at first. <laughs> but then she, in her own Martha Stern kind of way, she essentially said to my troubled spirit, Kim, peace be with you. And when I told the same story to the wardens in my interview, again, I, in all of my disquietude, heard a gentle peace be with you underneath their chuckles. Dear saints, the truth is that over these many months together, time and time again, I've heard some configuration of those words from you from the Reverend Noel York Simmons, who assured me that you all would come to love me fiercely, and she was so right. To Maurice and Reese and the entire team of Sextons who would see me struggling and simply say, Kim, we got you. To the All Saints staff who picked up the pieces when there was illness in my family, and especially in these last weeks and the hugs on the breezeway, and the invitations to lunch and dinner, 
and the phone calls and cards and emails over and over in your own All Saints kind of way, you have been saying to my trembling spirit, peace be with you. Peace be with you, Kim. When I told you all about the struggles, the struggles of being black in this country, under the roar of your applause, I could hear, peace be with you. Peace be with you, God's peace, that kind of peace that shows up in the midst of terrifying realities. Through your tears and deep sighs, you offered me that peace. And friends, it's not just me that you've offered that deep and abiding peace to. You've brought words of peace with each bouquet of flowers and every e-care meal. And the long conversations that you've shared with one another over coffee and donuts on Sundays and at tables over wine on Wednesdays. You have said in your own way to one another, peace be with you. Every time you've resettled a refugee family or filled out paperwork for someone to get rental assistance, every time you've helped a parent find clothing for their children and every man that you have housed and helped through their addiction, through all of those actions, you have followed in the way of Jesus, stepped into spaces of despair and whispered ever so gently, Peace be with you. And so, dear friends, as I depart from this place, I offer the same blessing to you that you have so generously shared with me. May peace be with you, all saints, when you find your own voice of self-doubt and anxiety tugging you down. May peace be with you. When you are juggling too many things at school or home or at work, may peace be with you. When someone gives you a reassuring glance or pat on the back, may you hear them whispering in their own way, peace be with you. And friends, as you continue in the way of Jesus, in the creation of a new world where peace reigns, as you participate in the building of a society where prisoners are set free and the oppressed are liberated, where the triple evils of racism, poverty, and war are no more, may peace, the peace of God, be with you. And as you engage more deeply in this hard and ever so holy work of peacemaking and justice seeking, may the peace of God the peace of God that passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds safe and at rest in Christ Jesus. And finally, dear ones, may that peace, that living breath of God that Jesus has breathed out on all of us, may that peace be with you now and forever. Amen.